0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Living the good, fat life With your hosts, Karen and Sherry They'll help everything align For your body, soul, and mind The good, fat life Whether change comes slow or dramatically the good fat life will help you sort things out organically.
0: <laughs> every time, Sherry, every time I say, I'm not going to giggle this time. And I giggle every single time. Oh, I, like I know, like I, I know. Can't stop. <laughs> Thank you,
1: Wally oh, Pleasant, for yeah. that great song.
0: We love our theme song. Yeah, Thank you.
1: Yeah, it's so kind of unexpected, right? I
0: know it just makes me want to grab my fishing pole again, like on the cover of Good Fat Life Magazine, and just go off whistling. That's
1: right. So yeah. grab it, Can yeah, it? yeah. We yeah. have the, we have Where's the.
0: the uh, do it. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. For
1: those of you who haven't had the chance to see it. Um, it's on the, you can go to goodfatlife.com and get the digital version. It's out and mm-hmm. um, it's been fun, right?
0: Yeah. And I was hearing Wally's song and the whistling in my head as I was a- a-wassling down the trail. A-wassling. <laughs> Got it. Got it.
1: Yeah. Well, great. So, so do you want to introduce our
0: guest, Karen? Yeah. We're we going right <laughs> into the guests. Okay. All yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited to have her here. Today we yeah. have Natalie Miller. She is from Grit and Lavender in Brighton and um, she is... Let's see. She's the owner and founder of Grit and Lavender Financial Planning, LLC, and also Grit and Lavender Flexible Office Space. And she is one of my good friends, and she's a very interesting person. She's also a community activist and active in the um, chambers, and she's just... A great person and I'm really happy to have her her here. Thank you for it coming, makes- Natalie. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, Natalie Miller, me. everyone. Yes. Yeah. 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 So welcome. Welcome, welcome yeah. to yeah. Good Fat
1: Life. Yes. Inspired Good Fat Life. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited to be here with
0: you. Oh, thank you, thank you. It is kind of fun and exciting. Right? It is, yeah. yeah,
1: it's like the it's when you put the headphones on. It's kind of like, wow, yeah. big people, right? Yeah, it's very yeah. official, very official, A
0: very official right? Yeah. So, um, and how lucky are we that we have another great friend another great person another great resource to find out about their life and know that they're in the community helping people with their wellness and their own wellness so i mean we're so fortunate sherry right
1: right and so i'm so excited to hear your story yeah and um because it's really interesting how you've um you know so tell us i mean yeah. Where yeah. were you born? No, <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> yeah. go way start, back. Yeah. yeah. So- well, <laughs> I figured,
2: I figured I'd start with like my crazy journey I've been on over the past like two years. Okay, but yeah, you kind of so have fair. to know a little bit of my background before I can kind of, I can kind of share, yeah, right? You it, Natalie. Yep, um, yeah. so a lot of people in our community know me as a financial planner. Um, they've seen me work in the finance industry. I've worked in that industry for 10 years. Um, and you know, I, I was doing your traditional, financial advisor stuff, right? I was working at J.P. Morgan. I worked at Mer- uh, Merrill Lynch. I worked at PNC. Um, I worked at all these places. And I always felt like something was missing when I was working in those spots, uh, right? We can
1: relate yeah. to that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I loved
2: working with the clients. I got tons of experience. But I felt like there was a connection to my clients that was missing when I always was kind of faced with, making a sale for a certain product or or like the pressure from top down to, to kind of guide my recommendations. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw there was a disconnect and I didn't like being in that position. And I kind of went down this journey uh, about a year and a half ago to say, okay, well, how do I change this? And that's how I came up with the idea of Starting my own financial planning firm and and leaving, you know the the big the big corporate banks that I was working at for for the past ten years and and kind of evolve into my own uh, my own company. So when I made this decision to start my own firm, uh, I kind of went to my husband and said, "Hey, honey." I, uh, I wanna, I wanna start my own financial planning practice. I don't wanna work for anybody else. I wanna work with my clients in a, in a way that's considered what's called fee only. Mm-hmm. So I don't get paid any commissions on any products I recommend any longer. And, and I wanna do this thing. And he says, okay, good. You can start it out of the house and, and you can do it, you know, from our, our extra bedroom, our office that we have at home. And, uh, so I said, okay, great. And then I realized I have a young child. And I have a husband that comes home at two thirty in the afternoon, and my workday can't stop when when they come home, right? Right. Um, And this was pre COVID, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. When you say young,
1: you're you're talking what, like at yeah? So she
2: was she was three. Okay. Almost. She was working towards four. She just turned five now. Okay. but, yeah, like three years old, you know. Yeah. So she um, needs her mom if her yeah. mom's
0: there. So yeah. Can, yeah.
2: And even, like, you know, grandma comes two days a week and helps. Mm-hmm. And even even when grandma's there, she still wants to go, like, of what's course. mom doing? Yeah. yeah. Go pass yeah. um, mom's lap and the yeah, yeah, exactly. And she, with COVID, she's still doing that yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> right. Um, she likes to see all the people on the screen. And she's like, hi. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Which is kind of cute. But so, I, so I, I told my husband, like, hey – me working out of this house thing is not going to cut it. Like I kind of need my own workspace outside of the house mm-hmm. because, you know, I go downstairs and I've got dishes staring at me. And I'm like, oh, what should I make for dinner? And yeah. yeah, right. Um, so I started looking for an office and I drove, you know, I was driving through downtown Brighton and I, I saw this building and it said, you know, office for rent, call Mike. And I was like, OK, so I'm going to call him. I called him up and he's like, well. I don't have one office that's available for rent, but I have a three office suite that's available and you can just pop in and check it out. So I took him up on that and I just popped in and looked at the first suite, which was three offices and a conference room. And I was like, okay. And then I saw the suite behind it was also vacant. And I looked through that and it was just one of those aha moments for me where I was Mm -hmm. like, I can totally see this becoming a collaborative, like flexible workspace where people can, like small business owners like me, can come in and and work together and meet with their clients in a professional setting. Because at the time I was struggling with meeting with my clients, like mainly in Livingston County, but I had an office in Ann Arbor and my Livingston County clients didn't want to drive to see me in Ann Arbor because sometimes Ann Arbor's so far, it seems like it's on the other end of the world sometimes. Yeah, yeah.
1: well, it, yeah. yeah.
2: So, I uh, so remember, I told my husband I wanted to start my own firm and do it out of the house, and then I came to him like literally a week later and was like, <laughs> Honey, I want to sign a lease for 2,500 square feet, six offices, two conference rooms. And by the way, I'm going to need you to build me like 10,000 pounds of furniture.
0: <laughs> wow. and, uh, man's a saint.
2: and he was a saint and yeah. he did it. And uh, so I signed the lease July 1st and we were open in September. And uh, that's how Grit and Lambda kind of the office space, the flexible office space kind of came to be. Um, and it was kind of one of those moments where it was like – I can't help but do this, right? Like
1: uh, we get yeah, it. We it's totally just like it. yeah. the magazine is Yeah, like, it's like divine We never woke up saying, I want to do a magazine Yeah. Like when it hit it hits. It's yeah. just it was one of those things and
2: yeah. to be honest with you to 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 take this, you know, 2500 square foot space and build it all out and get all the furniture delivered, like it takes 6 to 8 weeks for furniture to get delivered. Yeah. And the fact that we were able to do all of this in literally 8 to 10 weeks it, and the only reason why it took 10 weeks is because it took two weeks to get the certificate of occupancy from the state, from the city of Brighton, right? Right. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. right, right. Um, um, but this, it all sort of right. fell into place, right? Yeah, and it you did. didn't fight the urge to do it. That's what I love That's, about you, right? You followed that inner voice, you followed yeah. your gut, you gut checked yourself and said, yeah. I got to do it. And you, I, just, and
2: you were fearless. And it was. Scary, Mm -hmm. right? Because I'm self funded. I, and I'm in my 30s, right? Like, I don't have a lot of money that I've saved up. Like, I mean, I did. I had a, you know, a good portion considering being like 34, you know, I get a good amount saved. Right. But, to put that all on the line on a business that I am crossing my fingers hoping it works. Right. Let's
0: give her a big hand. We love yeah. that here at Good Fat Life when people do. get out of their comfort zones. Congratulations. Yes. that's where you know you're the. That's where the good well, stuff is. But the other
1: the other thing that I want to say about that though is you didn't um, you didn't just throw a dart on the wall and say this is what I'm going to do. Right. Right. There's you were there's, led, but yeah. well, you but you listen to yourself, but yeah. you also. Um, But you you also were smart about it. Yeah. Right? And so I think that that's the thing, too, that makes the difference. So people will go, oh, you know, I'm scared to listen to my voice or stuff. But but you mitigate the risk. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's risk. But at the same time, it's not like it's just, oh... You know, I'm going to blow all my savings, and we're right. going to do all this. It's yeah. like you checked around; there wasn't space. It was hard to find, yep. and blah blah blah. Stuff.
2: I I learned a lot along the way, right? Like uh, there are certain things that I didn't know,
0: of course, because yeah. I
2: wasn't planning on getting into the co working business, right? Like that <laughs> right. wasn't on my radar, right? Um, had I, you
0: been to co working space? Like, where I would have never no. thought co working. I didn't even know about co working spaces before you. Be no, honest. I I that just I, came. I out had your never. Head. I mean, huh.
2: I had stepped into. Um... I mean, I'd been into a couple of, like, workspaces, but no. Nothing I, was no. – you never went
0: to one and went, right. like, oh, I want to do this. This is, like, yeah. my life split. Yeah. No. No, it was more
2: <laughs> of, like, what do I want – it was more of a self-check within myself. Uh-huh. Like, what kind of a space do I want to come into and in work every day? I love that. How do I want to work with my clients on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. you know, in my financial planning practice? <laughs> like, I like that it was close to the mill pond. So when I'm coming in to meet with a client and I just need to check in on, like, what's happening in their lives – we can work on the number stuff when we get back, but let's just go for a walk around the mill pond, That's right? Fantastic. And and yeah. and oh, connect. I love that. I love right. that, too. Right. right? Yeah, we're
0: all about that here too. Is like create a space, like a yeah. beautiful space for people. Yeah, and that and was an experience. Yeah, right? and, and yeah. that
2: was the 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 drive for me. It was like, how do I create the environment and and a spot where people can come in and feel comfortable right away. And know that like all of their basic necessities are met, you know, even just with you hosting a client in an office space. It's nice to be able to offer them coffee or water, you know, like have some of the things like, oh, you need a notebook? There's a notebook here on the shelf. Like, go ahead and grab one. Like, you've got everything you need. And let me just say, Natalie has the
0: best coffee in her (laughs) workspace. If you're just looking for a great cup of coffee grit and lavender you know that can pretty much offset the coffee yeah yeah yeah. exactly the coffee's amazing
2: so we uh so you know and that was one of the things like i was always like in a a traditional office setting like you have really crappy coffee Mm -hmm. the bank coffee was very poor (laughs) they would put two bags of coffee in the in the you know like the coffee grounds right. yeah. they would put two bags of coffee grounds in this and it came out so bitter <laughs> i just couldn't drink it and so you know like there's certain things that you kind of learn um and i had gone to an event and they had coffee and i was like this coffee's really good and that was first choice coffee service and so i said hey I want you guys to come and get me coffee. And the reason why I chose the coffee I did, first of all, it's Wolfgang Puck, like Mm
0: -hmm. coffee pods. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing.
2: Which I, I love it. You know, the Wolfgang Puck brand wasn't what drove me. What I liked about it was that the, the pods, you know how everybody uses Keurigs. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, those are like plastic, right? The hot water runs through the plastic and I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and the Wolfgang Puck pods are all 100% compostable.
1: That's true and when you see them you feel good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. see. And yeah. and so you paid attention like to every yeah. I
2: was trying to kind of look look at it from the perspective of okay, I can reduce the amount of toxins I'm getting from this hot water running through this plastic cup. Mm-hmm. I can be kind to the environment by having compostable um coffee, coffee pods. pods. And then yeah. I had like all the, you know, I mainly shopped at IKEA but like I got the Coffee mugs. And with COVID, we're not using them as much because of sanitization, right? But like, I loved using a real coffee mug to drink my coffee every day. And that was my way of reducing waste as Mm -hmm. well. And Mm -hmm. even when we did have certain items that were waste, wherever I could possibly get something that was biodegradable or something that could be recycled or was recycled and being repurposed. Like my coffee sleeves are all recycled coffee sleeves. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my way of kind of saying like, look, this is an attention to detail that yeah. I want to take advantage of because there's a lot of benefits that are bigger than me. Right. right. And, I love that. And mm-hmm. so, um
1: and it just sets it sets the space it sets the energy was just gonna it say does. it brings the
0: people who also appreciate, appreciate that appreciate yeah. yeah yeah
2: and it was just it's it, you know somebody wouldn't think that that much thought went into like who your coffee vendor is going to be and what kind of coffee service you're going to have right but that's the kind of stuff that i was looking at like how do i want to do this and and that's, that's kind of the direction that took me, right? Yeah. Um, and so I, like I said, I, I, I took some care and detail and everything I did, but then also like the decor in the space, you know, we were talking about doing things in a, in a smarter manner or, or, or paying attention or with some care. I mean, I easily could have furnished that space. I actually did have a commercial furniture company come in in the beginning and they said, okay, yeah, we can furnish the space. And I said, okay, I just need, you know, I'm on a tight budget. It's just me here. I don't have, you know, a lot of, um, you know, funding, mm-hmm. and so they came in with their quote, and it was forty thousand dollars, wow. and I'm like. I'm trying to build this whole space for $40,000 and I can't spend $40,000 on furniture. So what did I do? I went bargain shopping. I did use Ikea. I used uh, my dining room table, which a lot of people love. I get tons mm-hmm. of compliments Either. on it. Uh, came from Value City. Like I just kind of searched for the things that I felt would fit well in the space. And and I spent half of what that furniture company had. You know, I budgeted about $20,000 to furnish, you know, 2,500 square yeah. feet. Mm-hmm. And um, – I did it for that amount. I mean, even just the office suites, you know, like shopping and buying those at Costco. Now, nowadays, trying to buy a desk is a challenge with COVID. Like everybody bought a desk this oh, summer. for sure, yeah. And so, um, but, you know, just trying to take care and and making sure that people had the the comfortable space. But like having dual monitors in the office space is something that is is important for a lot of people. If you've ever had dual monitors and then you're trying to work on one laptop, it will drive you crazy. Oh, oh for
0: I, sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: And so, like, that's just one of those little nuances that's like, oh, this is awesome. Now I don't have to worry about having an extra monitor. I have a monitor here. I can just plug in, you know, connect everything and I'm ready to have my client meeting. And that was kind of that was kind of where it came from.
0: And I love the fact, Natalie, that you didn't let anything stop you. You just kept adjusting and pivoting. Like yeah. some people would have just given up and go $40,000, I'm never going to be able, you know what I mean? But you made it, you keep making it work. That's the grit, right? Yeah. yeah. It it's uh grit. So
2: I I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about how I came up with the the name of the company, yeah. right? So it started originally, Grit and Lavender was just going to be the name of my financial planning firm. And, you know, when you already have registered an LLC under Grit and Lavender, but then I decided to do the office space. I just kind of said, okay, well, we're going to flip this and Grit and Lavender is going to be the office space and then I'll create Grit and Lavender financial planning. Um, But Grit and Lavender was kind of coming up for me. It was like, in my life, I've kind of looked at my journey. Things have not always been easy, Mm -hmm. right? Things I've I've gone through my own struggles. My family's gone through struggles. um, But it's the ability... To keep getting up and trying again, right? Mm -hmm. So Angela Duckworth, the author of the book Grit, had Mm -hmm. defined Mm -hmm. grit as passion and perseverance for very long-term goals. And having that ability to dust yourself off every day, get back up and continuously try again, even in the, you know, face of failure. Mm -hmm. You're gonna fail. It's gonna happen. Like things are not
1: gonna work out. That's okay. Yeah. Keep going, and even in a, the, even in
0: a pandemic. But
1: that's the <laughs> only <laughs> way, and this is something that um, you know. I teach creativity and innovation. It's the only way stuff
0: happens, right? Right? Anything, anything. anything. Yeah. If you're going to
1: create anything, anything, it, there's going to be things that don't work, just by definition. Totally.
2: Right. And and I've learned that even with my business, right. There's been certain things that haven't worked, um, but I'll I'll get quickly get back to the name. So we have the grit side, mm-hmm. right? So when I was looking at working with my clients, I was looking at who do I want to work with. And, and in my financial planning practice, I work with a lot of people that work in the skilled trades. I am the wife of a union plumber. Uh, I actually worked in construction years ago when I was putting myself through college. I worked in an excavating company and occasionally they'd stick me in a, an off-road truck or a roller. <laughs> or I'd have to run escort on an equipment move. look amazing
0: in a hard hat. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, and you know what? There was a joke. The, the foreman came in and brought me a neon pink hard Hat And that was my hard hat oh, for whenever, because awesome. I would have to go to the job sites to pick up like our, uh, this is old school, right? Yeah. But we had to pick up our daily worksheet. So I knew what the guys did every day. <laughs> so I could bill out accordingly yeah. and do the job costing. And uh, they could see me from like a mile away, because I would have my bright pink hard hat on nice. on all the job sites. But you know, I came from this, this background, my dad's a handyman, my father in law is an architect that does remodels, green remodels at that. And I, so I kind of grew up in this very blue collar uh, environment and when I got into the financial industry, I, I was learning that a lot of advisors kept saying like these guys don't have any money, they don't invest, and it's like they do, they do have money, they have good incomes, they 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 are out there getting their hands dirty and that's what your traditional advisor doesn't always see, right? They don't mm-hmm. see that these guys, just because they're out getting their hands dirty, that they don't make enough money. They do. They just do things a little differently and they they have hourly work. They have certain financial challenges that um, not everybody understands, right? Especially in our advisor world. And that's my, those are my people. And so that's who I wanted to work with. Mm-hmm. So, so there was this, and and by the way, when I worked at the excavating company, They specialized in building roads, like subdivisions and building roads. And one of the things that they use when they build roads, especially to maintain them, if you ever drive down one of those asphalt, like back roads, and you've got all the little loose stone that's on it, that's Mm -hmm. called grit stone, Uh, by the way. Uh And you know what it's used for? It's used to help fill in all the little cracks. So they like lay this layer of tar down and then they put the grit stone on top of it. And that grit stone works its way into all the little cracks and it embeds itself and it makes the road stronger again Uh and helps get. Give it support and more foundation That's so amazing. so this right. was something else yeah. a part yeah. of my my yeah. thought process wow. so like the guys that are kind of dirty like they got their hands dirty they've got some grit there and they're 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 kind of digging in and getting a little dirty with that but then there's the grit stone where it's kind of more foundational and then also it's the the idea of having grit in terms of uh, passion and perseverance for your very long-term goals but then you need to balance it out somehow right Mm-hmm. And so when I work with these guys, there's a lot of stress and anxiety because they might not know all the... The right ways, you know, the, the theoretical right ways to do their money, right? To invest. They, they're very risk adverse or they, they invest in things that they know. Sometimes they'll invest in like cattle. Like, no, I'll just buy two, two cows or a half a cow this winter and that will get me the meat I need. And, and that's their investment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, versus trying to put it in the stock market because they don't quite understand how that works. And that's okay. But I wanted them to kind of feel that somebody had their back when it came to their money. Mm. And if you look at lavender, like the essential oil of lavender – It's got a lot of healing properties that people don't realize. Everybody knows that lavender is known to be calming, that it's known to be um, like help you sleep at night. But if you think about all the cliches that you have with money, Mm -hmm. right? Like, oh Oh, my gosh, I've got a pit in my stomach. I'm pulling my hair out. I can't sleep at night. And lavender is known to kind of heal a lot of those things, right? So lavender is known to help with hair loss. It's known to help with being antimicrobial, antibacterial. Um, It's known to... Help digestive issues, so like that pit in your stomach, it helps with those. So, Mm -hmm. I wanted to give my clients a sense that not only are we going to like meet you where you are, and just wherever that is, we're going to start there, and that's okay. Like it can be a total mess, and we'll Mm -hmm. dig in and we'll work through it. Right? Yeah. But then we're going to continuously look at where things need to be healed, right, or things need to. Um. just be adjusted slightly. And so I wanted to work with these people and know, like, not only are we going to lay out a plan, the reality is life, as soon as you walk out the door, life's going to blow up the the financial plan that we laid out for you. And it's going to be an ongoing process. And so I want them to know that I've got their back. Mm -hmm. I'm there to be your support system through all your money challenges. I'm here to help you with achieving your goals. And really your goals are whatever wherever you want to spend your time, your energy, and your talent. So how do you want to spend those three things? And then your money aligns with those three things first. It doesn't come money first and then your time, energy, and talent. Mm -hmm. You got to start with the time, energy, and talent first. And that's really getting down to the core of how you want to live your life. And so... So anyways, I, I created Grit and Lavender because you need a certain level of grit to reach your money goals. You need a certain level of grit to see some of these things realized and sometimes just to get through your day. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also need... A little bit of time to give yourself some grace and have that calmness to know somebody's got your back, to know that you've got that support system. And for me, I'm doing it in, the, in a financial manner. But I also wanted that to translate into my office space, right? Mm-hmm. That same premise of, of having some grit. Like yeah. if you're a business owner you're going to need a lot of freaking grit to make yeah, that business for work. For
1: sure, yeah. Like, it's not... And a lot of lavender, too. You're right, yeah, yeah right, 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 Exactly.
2: Exactly. Right, and then, like, having the office space, the community, that's kind of your support system. Those mm-hmm. are the people that you can go and, like, at the water cooler celebrate a big win or somebody you're sitting there talking to is going to know that you're having a rough day and that person just makes you smile, mm-hmm. right? Like, having right. that community there is what makes it so special. It's the people. It's the interaction. If it was just the space, like, the space isn't what... Makes right. the space live and breathe, and but it's the people that are in there. It's yeah. the people that make up the community. That's where the life comes from.
0: Yeah. And
2: yeah. so, anyways, that's kind of where the whole story came from for my my perspective. Grit and lavender has a lot of different metaphors for me. It means a lot of different things to me, but I think people can relate to it because they kind of go through these different things and you have to just kind of know it'll all be okay. You've got your support system. You can give yourself some, some uh, take a breath of fresh air, right? And, and, Give yourself some calmness and so that's great. that's kinda how all of this kind of craziness oh, merges together. Yeah.
0: yeah and a, I love the yeah. fact that you um because I think a lot of people that are blue blue, blue collar workers for right. lack of a better term, um, they don't think that they're supposed to be investing and stuff. They think it's for a different sort of crowd. That's not yeah, that's yeah. Not- and so Yeah, thank you for speaking to that because I know that uh, I, you know, I grew up with blue collar workers and that certainly was something we didn't think about or, or we thought it was for other people or, and then the other thing that you said that was really resonating is that, You just need time and talent. And what was the third thing you said? Energy. Energy. Everyone has that, right? Everyone. You don't have... If you have zero money, everybody's got a little bit of that,
2: right? Mm Yeah. It really comes down to how do you want to spend your time, your energy, and your talent, right? Like everybody has something that's special about them. Mm -hmm. And there's something that you love to do. And we need to figure out what that is. And that's kind of your talent, right? Mm -hmm. And then... And then it's your energy. How do you want to get up and spend every day when you're getting up? And how do you want to um, spend your time? I and, mean, you know, maybe it's not working 40, 50, 70 hours a week in a typical office job. Mm-hmm. And you just can't wait for the day that retirement comes. Well, mm-hmm. I don't want you waiting for the day that retirement comes. I want you to live life today I because that. I don't know that you're going to make it to retirement. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> right. Right. Like, I, so,
1: I, yeah. I don't want you always waiting that long. So, and there's... Um, with the energy when I, I did the um, presentation at uh, WXW last week. yeah, a fabulous job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, I'm a, so it was, sorry to miss that. oh it was such a great event. But one of the things that we talked about is, you know, having that creating that North star, yeah. right? What it is you want to create, but, um, but it takes, it takes time and it takes energy and it takes money. Right. Yeah. And, and difference of things. But, but one of the things like to your point, Um, about energy that I think is people miss about energy is there's some things that take more energy than others totally right there's some things you can do in a heartbeat because it's just you you have the energy for it Mm -hmm, and then the other things and I used French I I really want to get fluent in French my daughter's family they live in Montreal right Mm -hmm. so they speak French all over the place and but it takes I am struggle with that so so I have to find a way and people that I can collaborate with that makes it fun right? to be there. yeah. So so those little baby steps can be celebrated or communi- community, right? Mm-hmm. right? And so I think that we all have those areas, whether it's your money or whether it's building your business, whatever that is. For yep. me, learning French. Mm-hmm. But if we say, this is going to take a lot more energy mm-hmm. and some, some time. And how can I set myself up to be successful? Right, yep. right? And, and there's
0: so, always somebody in the community that's willing to help. There is. You there, just keep looking, right? To, yeah. to your
1: to your yeah. point, there is. It's just we just have to. It's a it's like a chess game almost, yep. mm-hmm. and a dance. But to have people in your in your corner, mm-hmm. right, helping you, so that um, is a really big deal.
2: Totally, I totally mm-hmm. agree. I think. Uh, The bigger our circles get, the more connections we make with people. I think really starting with connection, Mm -hmm. you know, starting with um, just being authentic and and getting to that spot with somebody allows. I mean, I think that's why our relationship has developed so well is Mm -hmm. you just come from a genuine spot and you're just kind of authentic and, and just kind of say like. Here I am, and not every day is going to be a perfect day. Not every day is going to be a a, a terrible day, right? Like you are going to have great days, and you are going to and and connecting with somebody just kind of allows you to be who you are in that moment, and and they accept you for that, and and I think that's powerful. I I just I love that. You know, Natalie, I have to say, I am a little yeah, Uh, yeah, it
0: is. I am going to get teared up because um I was talking to her about some stuff, and I am like, yeah, you know, I don't look great on paper, but I am like a really good person. (laughs) I am authentic. Goes, hold on to that. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. You know, like most people would go, like, no, you're fine. Like, try to talk you out of your feeling. But she's like, well, hold on to that. And I'm like, yeah, I can hold on to that. That's, you know, I know that's true about lean. Yeah. So
1: let's, so. Th- Talk about the journal that we just, oh, yeah. um, this came of that, out yeah. of the
0: WXW oh, um, yeah. so, conference. So, say again what they called it. I got this at Target. So it says, I totally got this. Where, is it the thing? Oh, so I like um, it. at the conference, they said, uh, evidence of greatness. So right? evi-
1: yeah, it was kind of like evidence of greatness. Yeah.
0: So um, so we're going to start this journal and we invite other, our listeners to do as well. I just got this at Target, which is amazing. Says so, so I totally got this and we're just going to start putting things in here whatever it is it can be a picture an article we write it down something that sh- that proves our greatness for the week uh what that, sherry and i are doing that a Good we, Fat life
1: so like reinforces so like yeah. when you when you took that leap of faith to start grit and lavender yeah um either the financial planning or the space right yeah mm-hmm. because they're both leaps of faith yeah, yeah. but but yet and and we all have it. It's like, right. what the heck have yeah. I done? Right? Yeah. yeah. And then, I, I still yeah. have those moments. Well, <laughs> well, but but we yeah. all do. I mean, every single person yeah. has those. And we're finding this is about. Yep. So when that thing happens, or somebody yep. says, "Natalie, I'm so ex- yeah. happy you're here," right? Or oh man, when you said this, look at look mm-hmm. at what's happened to my credit score, yep. or right. whatever right. that is. You can write so it down. So two right? things yes. You're right, Natalie,
0: I'm already thinking. The wonderful thing you said to me, which will always resonate to me. So thank you for that. And you're on a podcast talking about what you do. That's two Yeah, yeah. yeah greatness. <laughs> I right?
2: love that. You know, I actually find there's been times in my life where I've journaled a lot and there's been times where I've gotten away from it. Mm-hmm. And I always find myself to be more centered when I'm journaling regularly. Mm-hmm. And... And like I can yeah. notice that even now where I kind of step away from that a little bit and it's like no no I it's like I have to create the time in my schedule. It's it's like that self-care, right? It's mm-hmm. creating that time in your schedule that's literally just for you. If nobody's demanding anything of you. The kids, the husband, the household, whatever it is, work. Mm-hmm. Nobody's demanding anything of you. Like give yourself an hour. Moments, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. just give yourself some time. And it could be journaling, could be yoga, could be doing
1: meditation. Yes. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. the Dalai Lama, I used to say, or maybe probably still says it, <laughs> is that, you know, if he had a doubly busy day the more intense the day the more time he would take to be purposeful to -hmm. to meditate or to journal and stuff Mm -hmm. because because when you do that we know that the day goes easier you Mm -hmm. know
2: it's funny because in my in my world so there's a there's a financial there's a a Financial planner, or somebody that coaches financial planners, and he talks a lot about mindfulness. And uh, his running joke is like, you know, somebody says, "I don't have time to meditate or or practice mindfulness," and he says, "You know, like, you know, you don't have time to do it for ten minutes." And it's like, no, you have to do it then for two hours, because, right? Exactly. Because you because you have so much going on, your mind is not clear, and it's hard to focus. Yeah. And I get yeah. like this too, and yeah. I'm not perfect, right? Oh,
1: yeah, no, we all. Yeah. Uh, that's why we. we that's, that's yeah. That's why we have this journal. Yeah. And Karen and I are just... accountability partners See? to be. Sure yeah, that we have to that we do it every day. Yeah, yeah.
2: I love that. Yeah. I, you know, I even notice um, in my office space. So if you ever walk in my office and it smells like incense, mm-hmm. it's probably because I'm burning it. I try to be respectful <laughs> oh, of people that um, uh, I try to be respectful of people that have sense, you know, like are sensitive right. to certain smells. But when I come into my office and I know that, like, it's kind of OK for the day, um I will come in, I will light an incense and I'll light my three candles and and I have these little um, stones on my and this is just in my bookshelf, but um, they set my intention for the day mm-hmm. and I realize that when I do that, when I just set some basic intention for myself for the day, my day goes so much smoother. And, and that's just a small little act. Like it takes me what, 30 seconds to light a couple candles Mm -hmm. and, you know, burn an incense stick. And, you know, it's funny because they have all these different versions of incense. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, when I'm stressed out about money, I have the call money incense stick that I burn. And it's Mm -hmm. just, it's just my way of saying, like, look, you're going to set an intention to try and generate some business or make an impact on somebody. And that will lead to, um, more revenue coming in my door, right? Mm-hmm. In whatever way that, or and maybe it's not revenue, but maybe it's just another connection that leads to something or that couldn't possibly lead to an introduction that does bring in some revenue, mm-hmm. right? Um, but just setting that intention for the day, doing it in a journal, for me, just doing the quick lighting a couple candles, that's my way of doing it. And I think it's important.
0: You, it is. I, yeah, I really love how multi-layered you're thinking everything through <laughs> yeah. and really thinking about everything. <laughs> but could you just speak to, like, what has been your biggest challenge, yeah. especially now with COVID? Um, what has been your biggest challenge and your new adventure with your uh, Grit and Lavender?
2: Yeah, I, uh, I think trying to figure out the best way to adjust, you know, like... You know, I started this in in a very selfish way, right? I started it based off of what I needed, Mm -hmm. what I thought other people would like, those creature comforts Mm -hmm. that are kind of there and a part of the space. Um, But with COVID, you know, we lost 70% of our revenue, like it seemed like overnight in in the spring. And I had to readjust all my pricing and bring in new business. And and I've done that. Um, But I would say like trying to make sure I'm adding enough value to my members and to the the community is one of my biggest challenges and it's probably more like I think my members are probably fine but I feel like I need to be doing more I think that's always the voice in my head is like you need to do more mm-hmm. and I have to kind of push it away a little bit because trust right. me we're all doing enough right. Right. Um, <laughs> But but that's part of it, right, is is trying to make sure I'm adding a lot of value to my members. And, you know, honestly, there's been a lot of expenses this year. And with the big drop in revenue, and I, I'm mm-hmm. not getting any breaks. And mm-hmm. because I'm such a new business, I couldn't get any of the PPP loans. Mm-hmm. So, you know, trying to navigate this whole thing has been one of the bigger challenges in that constantly adjusting. It's like, can I just stick with one path for a little <laughs> while? Right? That would be really nice. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, so that's been a challenge, but then, you know, just in life, trying to balance all the things, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a mom of a five-year-old that's starting pre-kindergarten virtually, like what the heck does that look like <laughs> right. for pre-kindergarten? Oh my yeah. God,
0: God, love you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh.
2: And then, you know, a husband that's, you know, he works as a plumber during the day, but he also teaches classes at night. So he's basically working two jobs. I've got two businesses I'm trying to run and get off the ground mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it's like you find that you sometimes lose yourself in that. And mm-hmm. so I think trying to trying to remind myself to bring myself back to the center, why I started this, you know, why I want to connect and help people, the members or my clients, mm-hmm. and coming back to that, you know, it's like a constant struggle, constant reminder of, like, no, no, go back to why you started this yeah, in the right? first place. Get
0: back yep. to
1: your journal. Yep. Get back to yeah. And that never
0: changes. Ready. The no. intention, right? Right. The, the business model, all that stuff may completely change, look completely different. Totally. Things, but the intention is always the same. And yeah. that's kind of like what with Good Fat Life, right? You, We just try right. to stay with our, our message our and our goal. Star. Yeah, yep. North our North Star. And just Star. stick to it. We might be wrong and we might have to change <laughs> or go up and down. But that's what we stick to that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I agree.
1: So tell – um. So Karen yeah. Um, speaking of uh of the, and lavender. Yeah, yeah, grit and lavender. So tell us about the events that you have coming yeah, up. This and is they're COVID. we I want to say this at the get-go. Everything yeah. is COVID yes. um,
0: friendly. And Natalie, right? you and clean yeah. your place yeah. immaculately so, all the time. We
1: have the yep.
2: sanitizing sprayer, right? So like mm-hmm. before the events, anytime I have um like a, a rental in an office space like that, especially like a group of people, mm-hmm. I sanitize the space before everybody comes in like a sanitizing sprayer. But I still recommend People wipe down all their workspaces just in case, right? Um, and then afterwards, I do another sanitizing spray of the whole room as well. So it gets hit twice, especially when we hold like an event, even of you know five people. Right. Um, the individual offices typically we can get by with just wiping down the spaces, but um, we do also do the regular sprayers of, uh, of the entire office just during the day. You know, when between rentals, I try to avoid it but for a group like this we'll definitely do it before and after
0: well speaking of the group so on november 7th from 1 to 4 30 at gritton lavender which is 211 north first street suite 200 in brighton um we're having um a tea party with rochelle wellness and um, we're making hats and it's 75 dollars, which includes the hat kit and like a little tea party, some bubbly, um, and the space. And there's only going to be 10 people total, including myself and Sherry and Rochelle. Yep. Um, and so we'll be spaced out and it's a lovely conference room and it's going to be a great time to just kind of create and play and work with each other and see your great space. And I'm of, super um, excited. Yeah. I know, me and too. We wear, and, the hat making so fun. It is
1: fun. And we really wanted it because and not that we're, we're not talking politics. Right. But it's been, um, you know, this has been a stressful right. uh, campaign. Some and of us are going
0: to need drinks for different reasons. <laughs> yes. I'm sure we're all going to need drinks. We'll so all we'll need be out right, right, regardless of right. reasons, yes. what side regardless, you're on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Regardless.
1: And right. so it's it's we wanted to do something. We wanted to have at least a way that we could gather. And to your point, we could just have fun. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. have fun and laugh and just. Um, and create a little bit and, and of And remind ourselves that it's all okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. If the life goes yep. on, it's all okay.
2: I'm super excited about the tea party part, by the way. I've been doing little mini tea parties with my five-year-old. Oh, that's so and fun. And they're so much fun. Yeah. And so, like, even just to have, like, good tea or... Uh, anything else with maybe some bubblies in it yeah. right <laughs> um but just to have a couple of people in the room that you can connect like i'm really excited about just having some like fun music and you can sit there and yeah like, yeah connect and work on hats and and have something to drink and
1: um it's so fun to watch and people and other people create beautiful yeah. little foods mm-hmm. and um we are mm-hmm. we are just off the charts excited and tea parties about it
0: are- so always fun yeah and then on december 5th at grit and lavender um we are doing a um vision board event and also some parts of the proceed for the tea party and for the vision board are going to go to a local charity and we're going to do beautiful vision boards um, i so for 2020, about 2021 yeah. and i have to tell you the last time i did a vision board with sherry every single thing has come true really? including um Two days before I knew I was going to be on the cover I that we did the vision boards that day. And I put cover girl on the vision board. And then
1: I was like, that's on my vision you board. Manifested, <laughs> I totally right? did. Yeah. And we had, there were what, about 10? 10, yeah. 10, 10 yeah. We had so much fun. It was really fun. It yeah. was. Yeah. So, so anyway, so we have those things coming. So just um, anything thing. You know, that you want to share as we kind of wrap up? Yeah. yeah.
2: I would say, you know, like the whole theme is that I think with having grit and having that support system, you know, this year has been really hard for so many of us. Mm-hmm yeah uh, in so many different levels like some people are are really like in the trenches really struggling some people are struggling but in at different levels right varying mm-hmm. levels and just to know that you're you're not on an island you're you're doing this um you're trying to make everyday work the best you possibly can and everybody is going through something similar so if you need somebody to reach out to you you know Ask for help. Ask for that support. If you need to reach out to somebody that you see struggling, reach out to them. Um, know that you're enough. That what you're doing, really doing the best mm-hmm. every yeah. all that you can every day. Just knowing that you're enough. It's enough. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and to keep going. And along the way. Give yourself some grace. Take a couple of those minutes to to be intentional about your day. Find some way to give yourself a little bit of self-care and whatever that means to you, because everybody's a little bit different in terms of what self-care means. Maybe it's just sitting in your car for an extra 15 minutes before mm-hmm. you
0: go into the house, right? Like yeah. whatever that right. is. Maybe just having a good cry in the yeah. – uh, Yeah.
1: And then pulling it <laughs> all your together. driveway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> looking on etsy the other day which i never do but i just like you know i wanted to find a locket Uh a heart locket and Uh i it just felt so decadent yeah yeah Yeah, just for a few minutes and yeah yeah.
2: i get it so that's what i would say just know that you're enough give yourself some grace take a few deep breaths and keep going Mm -hmm. and that's where the grit and and the lavender yeah perfectly
0: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so thank much you, for Natalie. being here, Natalie, yeah. with us. So thank, thank you. you, for, you. And yeah.
1: if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, where would they? how would they find you?
2: Yeah, they can um, find me. So if you go to gritandlavender.com, so it's G-R-I-T-A-N-D, and is spelled out, L-A-V-E-N-D-E-R.com, you can find me there. My financial planning website is www.glplanning.com. Uh, either one, there's a book, an appointment, or book book a tour or just email me. Any of those options is fine. You can find me on Facebook. You can just Google Grit and Lavender and I pull up pretty easily too.
0: And people, if they're in the community, they certainly can stop by and see the space. Definitely. Yeah. It's a little
2: bit more of a challenge to find me there right now with, you know trying to do three days a week at yeah. home with a five-year-old or right. virtual school Friday we did it at my office that was interesting <laughs> but she was really well yeah. behaved but you know there was lots of Disney movies involved. right
0: well it's a fun but, place to hang out and you're certainly fun to be with yeah, so thank, thank you. you so much for being here yeah it's thanks great. for having yeah. me yeah. thank oh, you Natalie great. Miller from Grit and Lavender thank you very much